the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So we're going to get to the William Husel thing, the doctor that Mount Carmel moved heaven and earth to demonize and tried to ruin his life and the lives of the nurses and others that they tried to blame uh, what was not a crime at all on. We'll get to that because I want to unload on Mount Carmel and their parent company because I know someone whose life was ruined by this. Not ruined in the sense that he can't bounce back from it, but I've watched a progression through this man's life of the damage done by Mount Carmel in a complete, disingenuous, mean-spirited, CYA fashion over the last few years. But first, let me thank Jack Windsor again for coming on the show and applaud him for all the great guests he brought on, one of whom's my Salem Media colleague in Cleveland, Bob France, who shed light on what really happened with Jalen Walker, uh, the black man who was shot by police after he first fired at police and after he feigned that he still had a gun on him by reaching across his waistband. I found it incredibly illuminating from Bob France that Jalen Walker's Internet searches indicated that he was depressed about his own fiance's death and that he was trying to find a way to die. And if he died by cop, then maybe his family could get a multi-million dollar settlement. Akron, of course, will pay the settlement, which will be stupid because the cops did nothing wrong which has been borne out by the grand jury refusing to indict any of them. And so last night or a couple nights ago, they had Wednesday night. The cops used tear gas and pepper spray to disperse a crowd of people along Copley Road, which is a major road in Akron. And, of course, the woke councilman, Akron, all black, all Democratic councilmen. I don't know if they're all black, but they're all Democrats, uh, protesting that the cops use pepper spray to disperse a crowd. Have any of these idiots seen Motorists pulled out of cars and beaten. That is why you disperse a crowd. <laughs> just just utter morons. Utter contemptible morons in the city of Akron. Uh, this week, unfortunately, uh, Jillian Turner, who I like, hosted Brett Bear's special report on Tuesday. When they normally have Tuesday tweets, I made my first attempt at getting a Tuesday tweet on special report because it was right after... Alvin Bragg said that Jim Jordan should be more concerned about crime in Ohio because crime in Ohio is higher than crime in New York. A ludicrous statement. The murder rate in Columbus is higher than the murder rate in New York. Well, if so, who's that an indictment of? That's an indictment of Andrew Ginther. And my tweet to special report was that the mayor of Columbus and the entire city council in Columbus is Democratic. Same in Cleveland, same in Akron. The mayors of the 10 largest cities in the state of Ohio are all Democrats. We have crime problem in the inner cities in, in, uh, in, in Ohio, and we do. It is the fault of Democrats. Crime flourishes where Democrats rule. But sometimes crimes happen without the headlines. Sometimes crimes happen behind the scenes. Sometimes heinous crimes happen behind the scenes. And what happened to Dr. William Husel and every nurse and every healthcare practitioner caught in the web of Mount Carmel deceit 
is a crime of the highest order. And I hope William Husel cripples Mount Carmel Health and its parent company. I hope he gets millions of dollars out of them. Because from the beginning, I have bit my tongue on what I knew Mount Carmel was doing because they were doing it to one of my friends. Somebody who, in the midst of his life, made a career change, realized that his gifts suited him to the healthcare profession. He was a gentle man, a compassionate man, a caring man. And he and his family went through untold sacrifices for him to become a nurse. And he was flourishing in his job at Mount Carmel Health, as many others were. When by randomness, he found himself on a shift where he had to administer medication according to the Dr. William Husel regimen for people who were going to die, people like my father who were in great pain as their final moments approached. And my request was the same as many families' requests in those moments, which is get them out of pain. I don't want them to suffer as they die. The lawsuit, the wrongful uh, prosecution lawsuit filed by Dr. William Husel, outlines exactly what Mount Carmel did to try to CYA it and blame others for something that they were just plain afraid might get them sued. Because when people die, there are unscrupulous lawyers who will approach a family and say, oh, well, this looks bad, and this looks bad, and I think you're mutamized and victimized, and we should file a lawsuit. And Mount Carmel panicked when they were faced with the prospect. Rather than stand up and defend their doctor and defend the people who administered his health orders for medication that spared people an ugly final minutes of life that allowed them to relax, which allowed them to unclench their fists, to not be tense, to not be struggling, to not be cognitively aware that they were dying, but they could peacefully hold the hand of their family member and die peacefully. Mount Carmel panicked and they held a meeting and they sent emails and they strategized and they hired a crisis management agency I would highly encourage you to go onto either Channel 4's website, I think it's NBC4i.com or ABC6onyourside.com and read the entire lawsuit as I did today. It is sinister and duplicitous and heinous and cowardly and every other word I can think of what they put William Husel through, and what they put every nurse and healthcare practitioner through that they fired. Trinity Health, the Mount Carmel parent company, had information, according to this lawsuit, that they intentionally left out and did not show the Franklin County Prosecutor's Office that would have called into question the wisdom of charges against William Husel who of course was found not guilty of all charges against him. Do you know how hard it is to 
be found not guilty, when you are up against the kind of lawyers that a multi-million, if not billion-dollar health entity can afford in an effort to blame someone else all in an attempt to exonerate itself. You know how hard that is after years of headlines calling William Husel a ghoul and worse. You know how hard that is to win an acquittal in a court of law when you are standing up against that kind of power? It is next to impossible. But William Husel won his acquittal and he deserved his acquittal. And in the midst of the scheming and the planning by Trinity Health and Mount Carmel, you will be appalled to read in this lawsuit what Mount Carmel did. And the reason why it angers me so much is because I know what the people who were sacrificed by Mount Carmel in an effort to exonerate itself in an effort to blame shift, rather than stand up and say, this guy did what any compassionate doctor would do. These nurses did what any compassionate caregiver would do. They tried to usher a person from this life to the next in a way that would allow them to do so peacefully rather than painfully. No, Mount Carmel didn't have the courage to do that. It's despicable what they attempted to do to William Husel. And you say, well, he's okay, he's fine. What about the, uh, they they go back into the healthcare field. No, no, he can't and they can't. No hospital system will touch them. No hospital system has touched them. The people who were educated to care for people, and it's not just they were educated, this was their life. They found fulfillment in caring for other people. They have been blackballed from their profession, which has harmed them economically, but also psychologically. It is despicable what Trinity and Mount Carmel purpose to do. So a little more on William Husel's wrongful termination lawsuit, and then I promise we'll end on a high note, because I'm going to try to endeavor to End the week, if not every day, on a high note to give us hope to go out there and fight this good fight for truth, for beauty, for virtue. So William Husel, you know, was the Mount Carmel emergency room doctor. People come in. He's on duty overnight. People are dying. He prescribed painkillers and muscle relaxers and fentanyl and everything to not hasten their death but to make it more peaceful. This is called palliative care. There's a whole aspect of medicine dedicated to it. Here's one ICU nurse quoted in the wrongful termination lawsuit of what William Husel did, what the reason for his prescribing of medicines was intended to do. She says, I knew what it was like to see a bad death and to see a good death. Many times I've seen in my clinical practice that when we take away pain and the patient is no longer tight with stress, their body actually relaxes from the release of pain and they can live longer. In many cases, it's not just about the additional minutes, but when their face is no longer contorted in pain, when they're not making a fist because they're in pain, when that pain is eased, they can actually reach out and hold their loved one's hands 
or open their eyes and make an emotional connection through their eyes with their loved one. And I've seen that at bedside. I've seen where once the pain leaves, they can make those last minutes into a good memory with their loved one, and you can watch the loved one carry that with them. It changes the grief that we see. This is why William Husel proscribed the medicine that he prescribed. And when they terminated him at Mount Carmel, did you know, was this ever reported, that 36 employees who worked with Dr. Husel at Mount Carmel West in the ICU petitioned the hospital to reconsider? And the lead nurse wrote this, I have unfortunately witnessed some undignified deaths in our unit with patients gasping for air as their family members look on in horror. I truly believe that it is and always has been Dr. Husel's good intent to honor the dignity and wishes of our patients and their family members in regards to palliative care. They ignored it. Mount Carmel ignored it. They went out. They hired a crisis management team, two of them, in fact. And they disparaged and demonized William Husel. And they said in their emails, in their crisis management emails, that it would be extremely helpful to Mount Carmel and Trinity Health if the public could be convinced that Dr. Husel and the nurse's actions were criminal, then the lack of policies at the hospital surrounding the use of opioids would not be perceived as the cause of any issues. If the care the ICU had provided were to be publicly perceived as a crime, the absence of Mount Carmel regulatory policies would be of Limited relevance. That's what they wanted. Limited relevance, limited culpability, limited responsibility, limited accountability, limited courage, limited integrity, limited character. They got lots of limits over at Mount Carmel, and they tried to use the deficiency of honor to ruin a good man's life and the life of those who worked with him, who respected him, and who loved him. There was not enough dollar signs for Trinity and Mount Carmel to fork over to William Husel and the other people whose lives they purposed to ruin to hold them accountable for their despicable strategy. Now, to shift to someone who recognizes in the midst of a profession that they are doing and that is highly profitable, that they are called to take a courageous step and do something else. I do not know this gentleman, but I'm a big fan now of the country music singer Granger Smith, who two weeks ago announced plans to step away from country music and his flourishing career in country music and dedicate himself to ministry. He felt a call on his heart, and I'll let him explain it. Here is Granger Smith on why he is leaving country music after this tour to enter the ministry. It was obviously over many months and and probably years of, of trying to reconcile 
how I'm exalting myself and and glorifying myself and receiving praise and country music on the stage, and then and then thinking about trying to be the best Christ follower that I can and 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 trying to make myself smaller and make him bigger. And I just, I couldn't reconcile those two things. And so it, it felt like this was, uh, this was a good time to step down from being a country singer. Now that is authentically living your faith. That is the epitome of stepping out in faith. That is really walking on the water. That is stepping out of the boat and walking on the water. That is trusting that things you don't know, answers you don't have, blanks that are not filled in, will be, no, no, not filled in, no, no, will be survivable. You'll get through it. You may not get every answer. You may suffer. You may struggle. Because it is an unfortunate truism that we all grow more when we struggle more. Like every single adversity I've encountered in my life, job loss, personal betrayal, all those things, every single bad experience I've had in my life are the experiences that I would list at the top of a sheet of paper on the experiences I grew most from. And you know what else? It would all be experiences that if I was given the choice up front to avoid, I would have avoided every single one of them if given the choice. Sure, my life would have been easier, but I would have grown far less. And the eternal consequences of that are such that I don't even want to contemplate them. Granger Smith lost a son at age three. He talks about that and how it played into his decision. We lost him in uh, 2019, and it, it was the most difficult thing that my wife and I have ever been through. That's that's the the mild way of saying it. And uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't reconcile myself. I couldn't find a way out of that kind of pain. I tried. I tried every self help book, and I tried everything I could to make myself better and to to continue and to go on stage and smile and try to make people happy and write new music and put out new videos. And um, the fact was I was, I was uh, just falling deeper and deeper into, the, into this pit of, of despair. And uh, no one really knew it, but that, a lot of this book is about that. And then uh, God showed himself to me in a, in a radical way. And uh, I, I became a real Christian. I called myself a Christian for a long time. What I know now is I'm just a cultural Christian. I just, like so many people say, they're, they're a Christian. But I didn't really knew, know what that meant until I started diving into his word and, and soaking that up. And Good for you, Granger Smith. Have a great weekend, everyone. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.